Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Before we dive into today's episode, I have something really exciting for you guys, and it's totally free. So I know for myself, I have a hard time seeing what is out of alignment in my life when things are out of alignment. I just know that I feel stuck or unclear or like heavy and like I'm moving through mud, honestly. And things just don't seem to work as well when I'm out of alignment in my life. But the issue I think I've run into over time is that how do I figure out what's out of alignment? How do I realign my life? How do I come back to what my truth is when things feel funky and foggy and unclear? And so I took myself through a practice and a process of asking myself certain rapid fire questions, journaling, doing some, you know, planning honestly has been so helpful for me is just kind of laying out a plan that feels good. So I have a really cool resource for you guys called the alignment guide. Again, it's totally free. It's going to walk you through the exact process I use when things feel out of alignment, when they feel like nothing is going the way that I thought it would when I feel like I just don't know what those next steps are. It's a really cool tool to help bring you back into alignment, bring you back to your truth and help gain a little clarity around what are my next moves, what actually feels in alignment. So if you want your copy of that, you can go down to the show notes and click on the alignment guide. It'll bring you to the opt-in page. Um, or you can go to shelbyrose.com forward slash alignment guide to get access. So I had some really cool content planned for today and don't worry, you're still going to get it. I'm going to talk about manifesting disease in a future episode, but life has been throwing me some really crazy freaking lessons and I'm having some major blasts from the past and I just want to share with you guys about triggers, especially if you are dating or in a relationship or are a human. I think this episode is going to be great for you. Um, By the way, I'm recording with my co-pilot Sage, my little golden retriever. So if you hear some weird noises in the background, some yawning, some some dream um, crying, she tends to cry when she's dreaming, just be warned that uh, I have a little furry friend with me today. So um, what, what's, what's coming up right now? What I'm going to actually, let's, what I'm going to talk about in this episode is one, the triggers I'm experiencing, what is going on in my life right now, why relationships or past experiences are coming up for me, how to identify your triggers, like how do you know when something's actually triggering you, 
And then how to move through those triggers to prevent them from really holding you back from living a absolutely magical life. And so for those of you who don't know or haven't followed all of my journey or don't know all my dirty details, I don't talk about this a ton, but relationships have been rough for me. Um, They have just been the biggest learning opportunities I've had. They have been where I have continued to set myself aside, continued to not listen to intuition. You know, it's, it's, it's just the area. And I think for all of us, this is the case because when you add another person into your story, it, it, it complicates things. It's easy to, to have control of your own emotions or have mental toughness. But when you throw another person in the mix, it, it can just reflect a lot of stuff back to you. And Two years ago, I got my shit rocked. Uh, maybe it was three now. Two. I think it's two. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> what is time? Anyways, got my shit rocked. Like, went through a breakup. I thought I was going to marry this guy. Was about to move in with him. Like, my gut and my core, my intuition knew he wasn't the one. But I was also so terrified of being alone because I literally couldn't even be alone. Like, I got mad at him when he didn't want to hang out because girl was just like didn't like myself very much. So hanging out by myself was terrifying. Anyways, broke up with him. Obviously couldn't handle being alone. Jumped into a relationship right after that. And this is the one that literally woke me the fuck up. Like I think this is probably where I hit rock bottom, but also has been what has brought me so much growth and so much clarity in my life. So it was a really rough relationship relationship for me but it was also where all of my growth and all of all the beautiful things came from so I'm grateful for this relationship um but a little bit I think you guys need to know some background like some details which I have not shared details with this I don't think anywhere aside from maybe my best friends who listen to me talk about it for way too long (laughs) um but I I put this person on a pedestal I, you know, within a couple weeks of dating him, legitimately thought he was the person I was going to marry because I was just so infatuated with him. Like, he, like I said, put him on a pedestal, but he was the person who did personal development, was into health and wellness, did, you know... All of the things I thought I really wanted at that time in my life was super fun to be around. There was good chemistry. Like, he kind of had everything I was looking for. But because of that, because I thought he was the person, I also ignored all the shitty things and all the sketchy things that came up during that. And I put my emotions, my feelings aside. I didn't confront anything. I just let the stuff happen without really questioning it because I was so afraid to lose this person. And I think a lot of us do this, whether it's with friendships or relationships or our mom, we, we set our own needs aside. We set our own values aside. We ignore the shitty things that people do because we're so afraid of losing that relationship. I've done this with friends before where I'm so afraid to say no or step on their toes or whatever it may be that I just kind of put my needs aside and put my desires aside to make them happy. And so I didn't confront anything that was weird about this this uh this guy I was dating, like the fact that he openly admitted that he was ignoring my texts for like 12 to 24 hour periods of time just to you know make sure we weren't getting too attached. Um that was interesting. And then canceling plans last minute. You know, we we would hang out like once a week. 
nine o'clock at night. That's not sketchy either. <laughs> um, but, but just like canceling last minute really without notice and then finding out through word of mouth that maybe that wasn't exactly what was going on, you know, just some, just some sketchy stuff. I just ignored it. And then I also ignored the fact that he updated his Bumble profile after that. We were dating for like three or four months. And yes, I checked because my intuition was going crazy, telling me sketchy things were happening, but I didn't really want to believe it. And even when I saw that, I I chose not to believe it because I literally was so afraid of losing this person I put on a pedestal. And it's been, it's taken me a long time to have the awareness to realize that like that was really tough to go through one but it was really like I don't even know what the words I'm looking for it was just it was difficult to go through and it was embarrassing to go through because I didn't want to admit this to any of my friends it was you know I put so much of my I I shoved so much my own needs down and I did this in all of my relationships this one was just like magnified times 10 that I never wanted to go through that again. So I literally didn't date for like a year after that. Like I tried to, I'd go on one date and I'd be like, um, no, I'm still not over that person or that person is still coming up. I'm comparing, I'm having like, you know, anxiety about dating. So I literally like didn't really date for about a year. Um, because it was a really, really tough, tough breakup. And I felt embarrassed and humiliated and, you know, just, just was in a lot of pain. Um, and why I share all these details, which I'm not sure if I've shared before, but I'm putting it out there to the world, but literally fast forward to today, I, um, I'm dating this incredible guy. Like he's smart, he's funny, he's active, he's health conscious. He has great taste. He's emotionally conscious. We can literally have like deep conversations where we're talking about our past wounds and then be dying laughing the next minute and we can go on a hike or we can just like chill and make dinner like it's been really fun but uh there was he was making me dinner a few weekends ago and he was literally like he was picking the music out whatever we were laughing and joking around and then he picks a song and instantly it like you know you when you have that song it just like brings you back to a time and place and it was literally I literally was in my ex's kitchen again and saw him do this like air drum thing and we're listening to the song, whatever. I was like, okay, whatever, like push it aside. Wasn't a big deal. And then this guy I'm seeing does the exact same manner in the same mannerism, the same air drum. And all of a sudden I'm like, you're my ex. And I see all the similarities and I realized they have all the same life interests and they both do personal development and they're both into health and wellness and they have a lot of similar beliefs and all of this stuff comes like rushing in and I'm totally triggered. Like I'm like, I need to run away. He's going to do the same thing. I'm, I'm literally in an anxiety spiral <laughs> and just like weird mannerisms kept coming up that were like triggering me, triggering me, triggering me. Um, and it's funny because I, because of what had happened with my ex, like had that not happened, I would not have any of these thoughts. I would not have any of these beliefs, but this was those little mannerisms made me believe that he would do the same things. Like because he shared similar qualities that I really liked about my ex, I believed he must be my ex. And so I start looking for evidence 
that he's going to be the same person my ex was. I start looking for, I start expecting that he's going to ignore my texts or cancel plans or only invite me over late at night or whatever it may be. And, And I'm starting to build this catalog in my head of like why I should leave why I should run why I should get out now before I get hurt like it's 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 crazy what our past experiences will do to the experiences we're in right now and this is why I bring it up because we look through the lens of life that we've been given our experiences give us the eyeglasses essentially that we're wearing for life and so I you know, I think we all have different experiences with this, whether it's like your ex cheats, so all men are now cheaters. Or you see your parents fight as a kid, so now love can only be exists where there's anger. Or maybe you failed at one business and now you will never be successful because you had one failure. Or maybe your parents suppressed the fact that you were a really creative kid and now art is, is a bad thing. Whatever it may be, like we use those stories that we have from childhood from experiences whatever it may be to define our future and we allow those stories to to define our future unless we're aware of them and so for me (laughs) I'm like I'm looking through the lens of guys are gonna hurt me that is my like the lens I look through I'm looking for evidence to to support that so he he has the qualities of my ex therefore he's gonna fuck me over therefore I need to get out now and and I, I I I catch it, but that's like the crazy triggered brain that's going wild and 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 having this happen. Logical Shelby is like, he's not my ex. He's a great guy. He's got yes, he's got a lot of great good qualities that my ex had, or people that I've had in the past have had, but that doesn't mean mean he also has the bad ones. And I can't place that as someone else's story on his, or I can't place someone else's qualities and expect him to be the exact same. That being said, when we have that energy that, and this is where it gets into like, what do we do with this? <laughs> because I, I logically, so logically I can run that through my brain. I get it. My body and my crazy sugar brain feel totally different. But when we have this energy of like, oh my God, they're going to leave. They're going to cheat. They're going to ignore my text. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, we step out of this love and we step into fear and people pick up on that. And I think a lot of times what happens is that things end up failing or crashing and burning or fizzling out because we carry this energy of like, you're going to do something bad. And when people live up to the expectation you place on them and whether they, they, it's conscious or subconscious, I think a lot of times this happens is that we get, you know, for me, I get so crazy. I drive people away because I'm so afraid that I'm going to lose them. I'm so afraid that they're going to leave. I'm so afraid they're going to cheat. I'm so afraid of whatever it is that I end up driving them away because of this fear and this anxiety. So what do we do with that? Like literally, I'm this is the question I had on my mind for the past few days is like what do I do with this? Now that I have this awareness, why do why what do I do? And I know I need to to release this because one I don't want it to impact things that with this guy, whether it ends up working out or not. I don't want my past experiences to impact this experience. I don't want it, you know, that fear. I think so often we have fears of money, of love, of whatever, career. 
And that fear lowers our vibration. If we're constantly in this anxious state, it's just lowering our vibration, lowering our vibration. And I could, (laughs) I really hope you guys could hear that. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Sage, Sage's noises as she's sleeping are the weirdest. Um, We have another dog in our house named Ava and she makes mooing noises. It's pretty epic. But so if you heard that, uh, very interesting yawn I think that was Sage was that a yawn no response she's comatose (laughs) um that is the dog like I mentioned earlier anyways okay where was I guys Ooh, anxiety spirals I don't know so whatever fear lowers vibration that was oh oh yes this okay so you have to be really in tune with your energy centers. And I think the only reason I'm in tune with my energy is because of Reiki, which is essentially energy healing. If you're not familiar with that or chakras or all these terms, I will probably have some future episodes on it. So stay tuned. But I could literally feel my heart chakra closing. Like I felt chakras close in the past um, few months only because of the Reiki I've done is I can, I know what it feels like to have them open. And I feel this tightness in my chest and I feel this like closing down feeling around my heart. And my instinct is to run away, is to shut down, to avoid. And that means running away from this like, this guy I'm seeing, this guy I'm dating, whatever. And it literally, we can let this fear rule our lives. Like fear of failure, fear of not having abundance or having scarcity or having someone break our heart. And you've probably heard this a million times before, but really like when we're not open to it and when we're not able to release that fear, we can't live a full vibrant life. We can't live the high vibration we want to. We can't call in the things we really desire because we're so afraid of what will happen if we get them or what will happen if they go wrong. And so how do we get rid of that? Like it's, it's, you know, logically I can say these things, but it's so hard. I think when we're in that fear spiral to really release it. And this is what I've been struggling with for the past week, to be honest, is like reminding myself that he's not my ex, reminding myself that like the same thing isn't going to happen over again, reminding myself that even if it does, even if my heart is absolutely broken and I'm I fell apart for another year. Look how much beauty and growth came from that past one. And I think sometimes we're so afraid of the pain and the hurt that we forget that's where like we're re- where we are reborn and where beautiful things happen. And so if you're feeling triggered by something, like first of all, recognize it's a trigger. And how do you recognize triggers? One, if you feel yourself getting like, oh, fuck this, fuck the world, fuck this relationship, that's my response, guys, low key. If you notice that, that could be a trigger. Um, if you're noticing jealousy of other people, if you're finding yourself feeling annoyed or angry or you know frustrated with other people, really recognize what are they reflecting back to me that is making me uncomfortable that is triggering an old wound or what wound are they triggering of mine so that's where I start and that's the only reason like by asking those questions that's the only reason I was able to make oh another little yawn sage is full of it today this is the only reason I was able to make the connection between you know this past acts and and the relationship that's coming up now the, the trigger I had to like do the work of being like okay where is what is coming up right now 
because I didn't realize, you know, at first I was just like, something's off. I feel off. Maybe I should like just leave the situation, even though things are going great. Like I just want to leave. And it was like, I had to dig deeper and figure out what was below that. What, why is this coming up? Um, so now like, let's say you've recognized, okay, this is the trigger. This is the wound it's triggering, but I can't get out of this anxiety spiral. Then what do I do now? What do I do now that I know there's a trigger, but I feel crazy. And so what I have done in the past week, and I can say it's not fully gone, but I'm working through it, is number one, deal with the energy. So I am going to be scheduling myself another Reiki appointment because honestly, that's the best thing that I've done in the past that's helped me release that negative energy and open those chakras back up to get me back in a high vibrational state because a lot of what we feel is energy and a lot of our emotions get stored in our body as energy. And so another thing you can do is really starting to process those emotions. Feel your body, like just drop into your body for a minute and feel where you're feeling the emotion. So for me, I mentioned my heart felt like it was closing up. My test was test chest was tightening. I noticed my throat start to kind of close off and I feel like a pit in my stomach. That equates to fear and anxiety for me. And so I know those are the emotions that I am currently feeling because I can I know that what those what the feelings are in my body what I'm is is the emotions that I'm currently experiencing, if that makes sense. So if you're feeling angry, you might feel like a lot of heat in your body. If you're feeling, oh, you know, indecision, maybe, maybe you feel it in your stomach of kind of like weighing back and forth on things. Different emotions you typically feel in different places, but just by dropping into your body, you can start to raise awareness of what you're really feeling. And I will mention, if you are a fellow seven on the Enneagram, which is my obsession of the week, and you can check out, I'm going to be posting a blog post about the Enneagram book on Monday, I believe I'm going to post it. So I'll link my blog in the show notes if you want to check that out. But as a seven on the Enneagram, I tend to avoid things. I don't want to feel discomfort. I want to feel only joy and positive feelings all the time. And so for me, dropping in and feeling where the pain is and where the anxiety is is, can be really really difficult and really uncomfortable but it is necessary for me to move through it instead of bottling it up avoiding it using food alcohol whatever you whatever I can find really to numb it out and so how you feel it maybe you start to journal about it maybe you take a minute to just drop into your body like I mentioned earlier Or maybe you go to Reiki and have some energy work done to help you process it. I personally am going to be journaling. I'm going to be writing it all out. I'm going to be putting it out on paper. And then I might release it by burning it, tearing it up, whatever it may be. The other thing I want to mention is that if you're feeling triggered and if it's something that you can discuss with a person that's triggering you, do that. Like, In the past, I have avoided expressing my emotions, expressing why I feel the way I feel, expressing why I may be shutting down 
because I was afraid of uh, looking crazy, being the you know annoying emotional person, whatever it may be. Like I, like I said, I I wanted to avoid all the discomfort, all the uncomfortable feelings. So I never talked about it, and so. I have brought it up with this person I'm dating of like, hey, these are the things that trigger me. This is why I may be shutting down. This is what you can expect. This is what you can look for so that the other person's in on it. Because if they want to make it work just as much as you want to make it work, it's important for them to have awareness of what triggers you and what your past experiences are so they can understand when you are feeling anxious or when you are starting to shut down the why behind that. People are a lot more understanding when they understand why you are doing what you're doing. So they have more empathy when they can see the full picture. And it's scary and it's vulnerable. And it's the most liberating thing you'll ever do because if they can't accept all of you, they don't deserve any of you. So that's all I really have for you guys. I really hope that this brings some awareness to some of you who are maybe struggling with triggers in relationships or friendships Or maybe you are allowing a past wound or trigger to set the tone really for your future relationships, friendships, careers, financial stories, whatever it may be. Don't let those old stories play into your future stories. Like use those as lessons, but don't let them be the lens you look through for everything, especially if it was one negative experience. And then finally releasing. I really hope some of you guys are able to release some of the wounding around this, you know, process some of that energy, communicate with your significant others or your friends or your family or God, whatever feels aligned for you. I just really hope this helps some of you guys. Um, if if you have a way that you process, I'd love to hear about it. You can shoot me a DM on Instagram. You can post it on your story. I just want to know what you guys do to process your triggers, have awareness of your triggers, or what your triggers are. I'm super curious about you and to learn more about you guys. So last but not least, if you love this episode, if you've been enjoying the podcast, please rate and review it. I would absolutely appreciate it. Share it with some friends or family members that you know would love it because it helps get the message out. And let's help more people just raise that vibration and live super shiny, beautiful, magnetic lives.